Welcome back to Launch Speed. I am your captain, Church, joined by my second mate, Lavernius Tucker, Ooh. on our epic journey to destroy the present and travel into the future. <laughs> <laughs> Roll it. There's multiple shapes and sh- sizes. Just decide that a real fat guy is just a bear and it's and hitting an animal. Well, it's not going to hit a bear. <laughs> well, yeah, I know that. But it will determine the, the... Launch speed? Launch speed? Launch speed? <laughs> Stop, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to put my words together. You're rushing me. Am I helping? No, not at all. No one else can see my hands. Welcome to Launch Speed. And we're back with our <laughs> regular podcast this week. We are. You excited? I'm excited. Yeah, of course. I'm always excited. What? Tell me. Tell me some good things for you this week. Tell you some good things. Uh, I don't have cancer. Perfect. Not, not that that was ever a problem. It's just, it's a good thing, I think. I suppose. <laughs> Depending, Depending on, on your perspective. You yeah. yeah. <laughs> what else? I got actually some good R&R this week. How so? So I was getting to bed on time, you know, before nine. Nice. Waking up a little more refreshed than usual. Perfect. Yeah. So it was, it was a good week at work. And also, we're running the podcast early this morning. Yeah. It's super early. Well, like for- seven hours earlier than normal, at least. Yeah. And no nap. Yep. That's great. So you're actually awake. Still mm-hmm. didn't get enough sleep. You still didn't get enough sleep last night, but. No, but I never do. Except for during the week. Yeah. Well, I don't. I have to be uh, like up and at them. Yeah. Monday through Friday, but I don't have to be up and at them on Saturday. Yeah. Also, I now have an excuse to go and spend lots of money on power tools. How so? Well, because I have to. Okay, it's your job. It's my job. Uh, I guess, yeah. But not like handheld power tools Power tools for the most part, right? What do you mean not handheld? Sorry. Handheld power oh. tools for the most part. Yeah. Yes, all handheld. Yeah. You're uh, not going to be buying a table saw or uh No, I don't think my work would appreciate me rolling it with a table saw every day. Yeah. But you have to buy this stuff on your own dime. I do. And you got to make sure it doesn't get stolen every day. Yep, pretty much. So writing your name on everything? Write my name on everything, and I keep it in a bag. Yeah. I've got a pretty big book bag now. I keep, I, I keep all my crap in. Okay, that makes sense. All my valuable stuff. Right. Like my tin snips and level. I don't... It's the don't, two things that you use at your job. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I, just, I just cut metal with my hands all day. Fun. And occasionally someone tries to convince me that I can do it with my teeth. I bet you could. I bet I could too, but I'm not going to try. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. So... so what about you? Uh, so last weekend, my brother and I cut down a tree. And let me rephrase that: my brother cut down a tree, and I was there. You were management. I was. I was. I don't even. I don't even <laughs> want to even go that far because he knew what he was doing. You were spectating. I just figured I'd be there for insurance purposes. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like he cut off one branch, and then we picked the direction for it to go, and then he started cutting stuff so that it would fall in that direction. And you're supposed to cut through it and place in the wedges, and then cut off one of the sides. That's a very abbreviated version. Yeah. And then it's supposed to fall in a specific direction. So we did that and then it didn't fall. So we ended up having to drive a gigantic metal wedge into the back and it still wasn't falling over. And he was like, okay, I'm quitting. And I was like, well, so I braced myself against another tree and started pushing that one over with my legs and we actually got it to fall over, but we had to push it over. And then it didn't fall in the direction that we wanted it to. <laughs> it felt like a 45 degree angle to the direction we wanted it to and like smashed another tree, but nobody got hurt. That's all that matters. Nobody got hurt. And did we, you feel like a big strong man to be able to push a tree over? I did, yeah. The thing was heavy. Did it like make a lot of snapping noises as you were pushing? Not really. Oh, that it didn't feel very satisfying. It, it was still better. I was like I was like giving up and he was like, "Wait a minute." It's like actually going now. I was like, okay, let's keep pushing then. <laughs> Did he and help? And then run. Yeah, he helped. Okay. But I mean, yeah, it, it was fun. No, was... you're supposed to stand directly next to the tree that you're falling. That's right. Felling. That's right. Not falling. So, and then we cut it up with a chainsaw and then he milled some of it for usable lumber. And Did you take that lumber? Not, not yet. I probably will. I mean, it'll be another two years or so before that lumber is usable. Wow. I know. That's... I know. So, <laughs> <laughs> is there any way to speed up that process? You kiln dry. So okay. you you would have to pay someone or make a kiln, and you just dry it out with. How fire. hard would a kiln be to make? Uh, you'd probably need a pretty big area, uh, but I think it's probably just a shed with a campfire in it, more or less. Do you have to keep the fire going at all times? 
probably for like eight hours or something like that. And then woods complete. And it's it's usable after that, or take multiple like times. You probably do it once a thing. No, why don't you guys just do that? Because I don't Let's know how to do build that. a kiln. <laughs> that would be so much fun. We got your parents' backyard. Oh man, they would love that. I'm sure they would, especially after we like the first furniture comes out for them. No, we we just buy the wood. <laughs> really? No. Now that you guys have this whole chainsaw operation going down, true. That True. chainsaw he bought is mahoosive. Yeah, it's uh, 41 inches, I think, is the short one. Then he's got like a 47-inch, uh, it's not called a blade, arm. I, f- I forget the bar term for it. Bar, that's it, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, that was fun. He then cut down an, an even bigger tree on Thursday, but unfortunately, almost none of that is usable for lumber. But that means that... They have a bunch of good cherry firewood, and I have a sh- sh- shit ton of cherry for smoking with. So I'm never going to run out of free wood to smoke with. And if you had a lathe, a lot of it would be usable, but i that's a whole lathing or turning is a whole other world of woodworking that I don't really want to get into. So You don't want to participate? I do not. I Why do not. not? It's just like, it, it's not exactly woodworking. The thing that really bothers me is that there's so much wasted wood. So like, let's say you want to turn a bowl. You're taking something eight inches by whatever the diameter of the bowl is. And then all but a little shell gets wasted. And it's just becomes sawdust that you pretty much throw away. And that just, don't like that that so much. Isn't that anytime you make a bowl though? Yeah. So you just don't like making bowls. Well, there's another way to make it <laughs> where you make rings and you stack the rings and then you turn that, which I think is cool. That's a segmented uh, turning bowl, which I would, I'd be cool with that because it's a lot less waste. But like if you took a, a burl, which Jay is really into right now, uh, burls are the deformities in trees, which have really interesting figuring of the wood. Okay. They look like just a massive ball in the middle of a tree when you see them. Aren't they usually called knots? No, Different. no, no, massive. Okay. Massive burls. Um, and so they, they look really interesting. The The grain goes like all kinds of crazy directions. So those make for really cool looking bowls. But are we just stuck on are the Richards just stuck on bowls. Well, that's that's the biggest thing you can turn. Uh, so that's what a burl looks like from the outside. On the inside, it, it's like I said. So, yeah, there's a burl bowl right there. Two hundred seventy five bucks. And that's pretty cool looking. But there's so much waste wood. Which is the reason that I don't really want to turn that, and it's an entirely different skill set, an entirely different set of tools and machinery. It's but just could, a lot. You, could, you have an excuse to buy all these. I don't. I don't want to invest the time to that. Okay. Fair the enough. thing that I would like the most, though, is for some reason it really appeals to me to be able to turn pens because you can just make a million pens, and I think that's cool. Pens. Yeah. You're gonna buy all these tools to, to make, make pens. pens. Yeah, and in that disappointment, <laughs> uh, <laughs> anything else that excited you this week? It probably doesn't matter to anybody, but I finally hit diamond in Overwatch, which means that I'm in the top 15 percent of players in the world, which is exciting to me because that's awesome. Are you in the top 15 percent of anything that you do? I'm the top one percent of Fortnite. Really? Really? No way. Yes, I disagree. I don't care what you disagree with. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, this is a game that actually takes skill. Oh, okay. Therefore, right. I'm happy about it. All right. You don't have to be. I was really hoping that this was going to be about Minecraft. No. But it's even more disappointing. We should play Minecraft. I think we should. I have it already. I have it too. All right. We're playing Minecraft this that week. Sounds, yeah. It's, <laughs> it is absolutely just a total waste of time, but it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah. We'll do... Uh, What's the one? It's called like sky levels. Like you start, it's just like a little block with a tree on it in the top of the sky, and you have to like see how large you can build out. I have no idea. Yeah, we'll try it. Okay, we'll let everyone know that doesn't care how it went. Sure. Anything that pissed you off this week? Uh, allergies. I ha- for I, the first time like ever, I actually had. Usually, that's what the first time means. Yes, for the first <laughs> time ever, I had bad allergies last uh, weekend, like Thursday through Sunday, and it was just terrible. And oh, is that why you sounded so god awful earlier this week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was just getting over it. Now, now I think I'm I'm mostly over it, and so it doesn't bother me anymore. And you've grown immune to allergies. I've grown immune to allergies. <laughs> you're, you're, I'm hoping that next year they don't come back. But it was like it's weird because it didn't coincide with the pollen, like the pollen that you see all over your cars and everything like that. So it must have been a very specific pollen, like a very specific bush or tree. Ragweed. Or something. Sure. I don't. I'm making up terms. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Don't shake your head at me, Alexa. <laughs> the the interweb said that Oak and Sycamore were out uh, in the time that I got that actually allergies. But I'm hoping that next year it's not it's not as bad. But we'll see. Well, well I do have some things that uh, this. It's not terribly long, long, but I do have a few things that really, really got under my skin this okay. week. The first one would probably get under anyone's skin. And I was going to work on Thursday morning, driving 75 because that's the speed of the beltway yeah. at that early in the morning. And the car in front of me slams on their brakes and goes into the shoulder. And to avoid them, I had to go to the right. And for me going to the right... I saw what they were trying to dodge and it was a truck tire and I couldn't slow down or anything. And so I just mashed this truck tire at 70 miles an hour. Was it a full truck tire or like it, part was, ha- of it? it was half of it? So, okay. It had like blown up. Yeah. I, I showed you the picture, right? Yeah. I sent you the picture. Yeah. And it got wedged in my grill and I, I hit it and I was like, man, I bet my front end is just totally destroyed. And so I got all the way over to the right looking for this truck that had lost a tire and I could not find them. So I pulled off on my exit, which was only like a mile down the road. And when I got there, I looked at my front end and I was like, oh, sweet. Nothing's damaged. Then I realized that like the bottom end of my grill had like a little bulge in it. And I was like, how did it pop out? And then I saw that it was the truck tire had wedged perfectly flat. Like it fit perfectly in that slot. Nice. And just sat there. So I pulled it out. Now I'm going to have to do a little bit of plastic work on my car this weekend. Not too bad, though. No, not too bad. I'm still, I'm, I'm going to drop the price of my car now a little bit. That seems fair. Yeah. Unless it's not noticeable. If it's not noticeable, I hope they never listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> also, why can people, why is it at like 2.30 and on people forget how to drive? Uh, They're too busy getting out of work. They want to get home so bad. That- but it, the way they drive makes it worse on everybody. Yeah. Nobody wants to maintain a constant speed. They either want to accelerate so hard that they have to slam on their brakes or they just want to drive at two miles an hour and then make other people pass them, causing other traffic problems. Wait, but wouldn't that be... So in traffic, wouldn't driving at a constant speed be driving two miles an hour? Wouldn't that be... It's actually seven. Seven? Because that's what my car idles at. Okay. And I sit, I just idle the whole time. So you, okay, driving a manual in traffic like I did for so long, I would try to maintain a constant speed. Number one, because it's less annoying when you drive a manual. Number two, because it actually makes traffic better. Yeah. To not go, because the section of the beltway that I was driving, it was literally 70 to stop like every other mile. So where where it is for me, it's like, going five miles an hour and then going to 60 and then for the like the last part of my drive it's just super slow the thing is since i let a lot of space open up between me and the car in front of me everyone just gets in front of you and then they break which is the irritating (laughs) part like it's a wide open lane man like all you have to do is go eight miles an hour and none of us will have to touch our brakes but no you're gonna make me shift again if everyone drove manuals people would drive differently oh yeah yeah i think traffic would be so much better i would hope so also it's hard to be on your phone and drive a manual in traffic that's true i feel like phones cause a huge problem for traffic absolutely people don't realize that cars have pulled away or they don't pay attention to their surroundings and that that in part causes that very sharp braking because if you knew someone in front of you was stopping and you were maintaining a safe distance you would apply only the exact amount of brake pressure that you actually needed but you wouldn't just slam on them like every like it's got to be so bad for your brakes too i mean people who drive around the bellway every day probably replace their brakes more often i have to i'm going to replace my brakes before i sell my brother's like don't do that don't put any money in the car but like i don't want to give the person the car with my brakes on them right now well it wouldn't be be their problem (laughs) it wouldn't be your problem anymore (laughs) yeah i just feel that feels low to me and it's only like it's like less than a hundred dollars yeah, to put bad. on new pads. Yeah. And then also, so I work construction, right? Yep. Which is renowned for not having anybody who went to college in it. Not saying it's a bad thing. I agree that sometimes you don't need to go to college. I could have not gone to college and been way better off. I hope your parents don't hear this. <laughs> they, they, my dad already said this to me, <laughs> but my, the guy I work with now, he, I was wearing my West Lib tennis shirt and he's like, Oh, you play you play tennis? And I was like, yeah, I played tennis in college. And he says, oh, you went to college? And I was like, oh no, here we go again. Yeah, and then I <laughs> then he gave me like a twenty minute lecture about how much 
how stupid it is for people to go to college when they could just do this kind of work. And I was like, listen, man, a lot of people don't want to do this kind of work. It is tough. It is, it is grueling and it takes a certain kind of person to enjoy it and to do it for the rest of their lives. Yeah. But now what he does is he, I guess he goes home and either watches Jeopardy or some freaking trivia game because he comes in and asks me the most ridiculous questions. Just trying to test your knowledge? Yes. So that, oh, I know more than this stupid college kid. Yes, that's exactly uh. So he asked me a question that I have no chance of knowing. He's like, what did you even go to college for? And I was like, well, it wasn't Trivial Pursuit. I'll tell you that. <laughs> what an ass. So it'd be like in the middle of something. Like I'll be doing something that requires my absolute focus. And he'll come up and be like, hey. Do you know what happened in 1872 when the French Revolution in Sierra Leone? I'm like, no, I don't even know if that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> totally making that up. I have no idea what question you asked me. I ignore most of them. Good. That's funny. What a douche. It's so irritating. And, that, he, cause, and he's the only one who does it because he's the only one who speaks good enough English to ask me these kinds of questions. Mm. The rest of them just want to know about my college experiences. You should try and figure out what it is, like, if he's actually watching Jeopardy and... Just, just like remember all the answers and just start answering that, every single one of those questions. That would require so much work. It would, but wouldn't it be satisfying? It would be to just be like, "Screw you, dude." He did hit me with the who dueled Alexander Hamilton, and I hit him with the answer of that one. Yeah, but that's an easy one. Yeah, and he was like, "He Wait, probably didn't know that." What? <laughs> he probably didn't know no, that. He didn't go to college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nor did he see Hamilton on Broadway. Did you? No. Oh, Casey saying. did make me listen to a lot of the soundtrack, but isn't Hamilton on Broadway like free for all to watch on some website? It is I on it's... some website, <laughs> <laughs> unless I've taken it down, which is possible. I've never searched for it, so and neither have I. The website. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, Fortnite updated with the newest season for those who care, and for those who don't, I don't care. Completely re- changed the landscape so much that. It's pushed me away because, you know, I was, I had a good groove going and now it's, now it's lost. So either I want to play, I have to play even more to get back to where I was or just stop. So what is it going to be? I think I'm going to stop. I bought a new, I finally bought a new game trying to play uh, Rainbow Six. Yeah. Which we're terrible at. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's fun though. It was. I like that. I like that that game, you have the opportunity to just destroy the other team. Like when we were playing yesterday, all of our teammates quit. And, and it was we went you and winning. me. We yeah, you and me versus five people in a one life situation and we won. You you carried us. Because for the first time <laughs> ever, I got more than one kill in a round. <laughs> <laughs> you looked at me and you said, Here, Zach, hop in my backpack. And you <laughs> carried me across the finish line. <laughs> uh, that was awesome. And that that takes me back to like Modern Warfare 2. Like the search and destroy like search and destroy like yeah you clutch it and that's the thing about rainbow six that i think has the potential if we actually learn what the fuck's going on yeah because right now we're just blind little idiots (laughs) running around i i seriously bump into walls in that game and it's not like the mechanics are different than other games i just suck yeah i so i i i like the fact there's voice chat with everybody i also don't like the fact there's voice chat that guy who helped me yesterday who (laughs) take the thing out of your foot and plant, plant the, the bomb. bomb. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, press F. There you go. You got it. Yeah, I was like, I was, I was. Nobody cares. I was spectating you, and you were just like losing health. And I'm like, why are you losing health? And you're like, I don't know. And <laughs> don't you had like a nail in your foot. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, take the nail out. Like, what's going on? That uh, was painful. I want to keep playing that. That was a lot of fun. I think I think we should continue as well after Minecraft, though. Yeah, after Minecraft. So we'll have Minecraft Mondays now. Minecraft Mondays. That'll be a thing. And Siege. There's Every not other good, day. There's not a good <laughs> day that goes with that. Yeah. Uh, so looking ahead, I'm excited for that. Yes. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for us to like play games together again because I haven't really wanted to play Fortnite for about a year now. Pretty much about a year ago. Fair enough. I took a break from Fortnite and like during the wedding and the moving and all that stuff. And then I tried to play again and I just I just stopped enjoying it after that. Yeah, fair I enough. think that's that's the same with a lot of things that you're addicted to. Once you <laughs> once you stop for a while, then you're like, I don't know. I don't know if it was really worth it. But yeah. that I don't know. It's exciting for me for us to be able to do something outside of the Any other again. excitements uh, this week coming up? Coming up? 
uh, we're going to a party, quote unquote party, later oh. today. Oh yeah. See uh, one of our good friends who we don't get to see very often. Yeah, he that I've definitely talked about him on the show. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be the sharpest knife in the harbor, but it's what matters. Yeah. Uh, and then besides that, after this, I think we have plans to go wa- wash and wax our cars. Yeah, because which you know, I haven't washed my car in about a year either. <laughs> I haven't washed my car since I got it, which has been like what a year and a half, two years maybe, okay. just over two years. Yeah, it's time. It's it's time. It's I'm also trying to sell it, so that's why. Yeah, I put my because uh, I I have black rims for the summer, and so I put my black rims back on my car, and they were brown from brake dust. And I was like. Yay. You look great. <laughs> God. <laughs> Only you would have a sports car and then abuse it. It's not... A, I don't abuse it. I just don't care wash for it. it. Oh, sorry. I, I care for <laughs> it. I just don't wash it. You know, tomato, tomato. Anyways, shout outs to all of our patrons, which are... Doug. God damn it. Brian. <laughs> Casey. And Rob. Thank you guys for being our patrons. Um... Don't forget, for everybody else, we have a permanent discount on t-shirts for our patrons, which is a very significant discount. It's something like 30%. So we're, oh, That's a hefty discount. We're making like almost no money on the t-shirts, but that's not the point. We want to hook you guys up with some sweet merch. That's true. We, yeah. we want to see our name everywhere. Because we're arrogant <laughs> bastards. <laughs> Moving on to Bear Bits. This one, Do you got some good bear bits. It for me took here? me forever to find something because How? I feel like we're we've explored so much of bear history and bear culture, and the bear anthropologists out there are just lacking. You know, maybe we should start our own fundraiser <laughs> to learn more about bears. So, uh, there's eight different species of bears. I prob I'm gonna try and list them off. I bet I forget two. Can we not? All right, grizzly. Black bear, sun bear, spectacle bear, polar bear, panda bear, Himalayan black bear, and then there's one more I can't remember. I think it might be a Himalayan, or yeah, Himalayan grizzly bear, or something like that. All right. Um. So, oh shit, no, I forgot one. Whatever, sloth bear. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Which is the point of the bear bits here. The sloth bear, which you might expect to be the laziest, the slowest of all the bears, Turns out it's the most aggressive of all the bears. It lives somewhere in India. Um, but there is one particular bear in I- India who they called the sloth bear of Mysore, which... Mysore? Sure. They certainly were after him. <laughs> he was an unusually aggressive bear responsible for the deaths of at least 12 people in ma- the mauling of two dozen others in 1957. Jesus. I mean, this dude attacked 36 people at least and killed about a third of them. <sighs> that is crazy. Uh, so here's a quote from the guy who killed it. Sloth bears, as a rule, are excitable but generally harmless creatures. Oh, okay. This particular bear carried the mark of Cain in that he had become the wanton and deliberate murderer of several men whom he had done death in the most terrible fashion without provocation. So he was hunting these humans now? Got that is the, that, that's the vibe that I get from this. He's just waiting outside your little hut yeah. in 1957. The <laughs> most dangerous game. <laughs> so in typical sloth bear fashion, the animal attacked its victims' faces with its claws and teeth. He went after as opposed their to faces. But what else would he attack them with? Limb? No, no, no. What? No, he. You said oh, with yeah, its yeah. claws, with and its teeth. claws and teeth. Yeah, that you're right. That part wasn't important. Was he gonna headbutt Sorry. first? The faces part. It, yeah, that's the that's the gross part. You gotta go for the soft flesh, man. Yeah. Wait, why wouldn't you go for like the core of the animal, the stomach, the neck? It's all protected. The head's the easiest thing to hit. Well, not hit, but to attack for an animal. Is they're, it though? They're, they're taller than you. Not when they're on all fours. But what if they leap? They can leap up to like 12 feet, can't they? 12 feet high. <laughs> uh, yeah. They can dunk onto double <laughs> NBA regulation rim. <laughs> Regardless, when people got attacked because it went for the face and eyes, people who survived usually lost one or both eyes and some their noses, while others had their cheeks bitten through. So I guess they couldn't drink out of a straw anymore. Those who died you often could. had their you faces. You not open your mouth anymore. Well, you, you wouldn't get any <laughs> suction. It wouldn't work. You just pinch it down. You pinch it, yeah. pinch it shut. Uh, yeah. yeah. That sounds terrible. 
You're right there, Alexa. <laughs> Those who died often had their faces torn completely from their heads. So they should have called this bear Hannibal, but I guess I don't think that was really a, a, a thing at this point. I don't know. Double check that when Hannibal's around. It doesn't even look friendly. It's weird because they have really long hair. I think they're probably called sloth bears because their claws are so ridiculously long and disgusting. I take it they mostly are, they dig? I don't know. They look like giant rodents, but they're they're bears. They look like rodents with really long I'm hair. I'm glad you clarified that for me. No, don't worry. They're bears. <laughs> <laughs> so going on raw numbers, the sloth bear is the species of bear that most regularly attacks humans. A single Indian district seems to report a roughly equal number of fatalities for humans each year from sloth bears, as do the entire nearly circumpolar range of brown bears. So do you think the reason why it's not because the sloth bear has this, you know, unequivocal taste for human flesh, uh, is it because that India is just like chock full of people in a tiny little landmass? Well, they, they... they live mostly in the more rural parts of India. What I think it is, is they're insecure. They're insecure about how stupid they look <laughs> with their like gross ass claws and their shaggy manes that they attack these little brown guys. <laughs> and what? <laughs> what was that? Maybe they just like curry. I don't know. <laughs> See, I'm surprised they don't just go around eating all the cows because they're just a everywhere. A cow there. is a much bigger animal to take on than a human. Yeah, but much easier to kill. I don't think you tell that bear this. <laughs> so did they kill this bear? Yep, yep. The I, the quote I read was Ken, from Kenneth Anderson, who sounds like a white guy, uh, and he killed the bear in 1957 after it had killed 12 people. Kind of late to the late the party here, aren't we? Is that Kenneth Anderson? Yep. Is he the one on the left or the right? I think he's the guy that's not the dog. Uh, oh, okay. The guy with the pipe in his mouth. He looks like the kind of guy who would go out on safaris and like kill elephants and stuff. For fun. Yeah. That kind of guy. What a, what a true, true winner right there. Yep. Okay. Enough showing off your bear bits. Enough of that. Your parents wouldn't appreciate it. Yeah. So you know how last week we talked about... Uh, no, not last week. In our last regular podcast, we talked about what we want to do with our bodies. Yes. And you, whatever. We, we said that atmospheric deterioration would be a good one, like launching your body from space back into the atmosphere and so that it burned. burns up yep. in the atmosphere. Some guy's doing that with his cat. He's actually paying, uh, and he's putting his freaking cat in space. The cat's name is Pikachu. Is it? Yeah, I'm it in. is. Yeah. So I'm it can in. orbit the planet and eventually fall back towards Earth. Jesus. The cat had more than 12,000 followers. Munt and Z, what the hell? How can a cat be a science enthusiast? Okay. Well, Munt is the guy. Oh, the Z is the other cat. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, yeah, okay. Even though I prefer cats over dogs, cat people, cat people are crazy. They are. They tend to go too far. Such as, I, I want to know how they're going to do this. So he started a GoFundMe account um, to raise money for this, obviously. The, so there's a company that charges $5,000 that claims to launch a, quote, symbolic portion of cremated remains into Earth orbit where it remains until it re-enters the atmosphere, harmlessly vaporizing like a shooting star. Oh, so they already cre- it's already cremated. What the hell? That doesn't count. Who put this down here? You gotta, you gotta freeze it. You gotta take, you gotta put it in a trebuchet and freaking huck that thing <laughs> all the way up to the atmosphere and back. <laughs> that would be a very powerful trebuchet. It would be dope, though. That would be cool. Uh, we also talked about in the last couple of weeks lasers. Oh yeah, we talked about. Well, we talked more about having lasers on airplanes but the air force has tested something uh this past week that they can it's like this giant laser contraption thingy that basically sits on the back of an 18 wheeler yes it's a laser gun and it shoots down missiles so they tested it and successfully shot down like a shit ton of missiles and so this is more or less a test so they can miniaturize it and put it on planes but i thought it was super cool because they just shot down a bunch of missiles that is with the laser it it seems like I thought we already had systems that did that. 
Not with lasers. Yeah, I know, but that already has. This is a laser. But it is a laser. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but we've got something that works already. And but like, this is a laser. Is a laser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it can handle intense situations. Yeah, like the Cuban Missile Crisis. It doesn't get. It doesn't break a sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sit in the back of the trailer like <gasps> shivering too soon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, in other intense situations, people are committing suicide from watching Thirteen Reasons Why. Yeah, there was a study that showed. So, Thirteen Reasons Why is a Netflix original show about a girl who kills herself. In it's disgusting. Makes videos for all the people who caused her to kill herself. Yeah, and that's what the entire first season is about. And believe it or not, other people were like, hmm. I could do that. Yeah. I can I can make 13 other people. I can blame other people for me killing myself. I mean, eh. And so a study showed that this, believe it or not, led to more suicide. Uh, If you read further into the study, it showed that if you made it through the first season and the second season, you were less likely to commit suicide. Well, yeah, because you made it through two seasons of Netflix and you got to wait for the third one before you make your move. I, it was a, it was not a good show. What was I the caught second glimpses, season about? I don't even know. I caught glimpses of it, and it was so stupid. Casey agrees. She watched the whole thing. She she thought it was stupid. I re I I watched Thirteen Reasons Why because you know it was the thing to do. No, I had a significant other who really wanted to watch it, mm. and so I watched it with him. I dude, I'm not a fan of that in any sense. Yeah, it sets a really bad precedent. It does. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't even know why they approved it. But then again, Netflix approves like literally any idea. Yeah, they're like, oh. you call Netflix and like, hello, this is Netflix. You're greenlit. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care what it is. Just put it out there. Yep. Uh, speaking of other streaming services, Disney has gone nuts this last week. They they released their schedule for all these new things. So you remember Avatar? Yes. Came out in 2009-ish. I'm probably wrong on the date there. I love that movie. I thought it was great. I don't care what everyone says. It looked awesome. It seemed awesome. I loved it. Which one are you talking about? Not The Last Airbender. Okay, you're talking about the James Cameron yes. one. The number one movie of all time. It is? It is. No way. I, th- I, th- I want to say Endgame is number two now. Okay. Yeah, Avatar number one of all time. It's like $2.5 or so in the box office. It was such a awesome looking movie i don't think anyone didn't like it. i could have sworn I mean, people used to bash on that all the time maybe i don't know south park did an episode comparing it to smurfs but <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what i'm getting i don't know whatever good movie uh i didn't even know that they were planning on making more of them they they disney this week announced four new ones are you sure it's not avatar i'm like sure i'm sure james cameron okay james cameron <laughs> uh, 2021, 2023, 2025, 2027 are the release dates for these new Avatar movies. Four Is that more. one of the Disney twins on the left? I don't know. I don't recognize. I think that's that girl. a girl, but it I it looks kind of like the two twins from the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. I don't know what you're talking about. It definitely does. I don't care what you guys say. I might have an unpopular opinion, but I'm right. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Star Wars is taking a break after the coming episode, which is coming out at Christmas this year. I wonder if it's just as disappointing as the last one. It can't be more disappointing. You'd like to think that, wouldn't you? (laughs) (laughs) I seriously hope that they stop with all the stupid crap and make an actually good movie. We'll see. Uh, They're taking a break, and then in 2022, they're coming back. So it's not a very long break. It's literally two years. What? I don't even know why they're... Did they release any plot lines for these? I don't think so. Not that I know of. Okay. Uh, so, but they're doing 2022 and they're, it'll be on art, alternating years with Avatar. So 2022, 2024, 2026. So there are potentially seven really good movies from Disney in seven years. Yeah. What is probably not going to be a good movie <laughs> is the 2021 Indiana Jones that they also announced, which I'm, I probably won't even go see. It, the, the last one, the the fucking Indiana Jones and the goddamn temple of the stupid-ass Crystal Skull <laughs> is the worst Indiana Jones movie ever. I mean, the, the original ones, you, you we talked about this before. They're not that good, but they are not that good, fun to watch. But yeah, they're fun. 
But this one just sucked. That, I mean, Shia LaBeouf and Harrison Ford should get their money back for that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not a good movie. Not even remotely excited for that. Even I really, I wanted to like. I just, mm. you know, they they went into that studio and they're like, listen, listen. So, how do you feel about aliens? <laughs> <laughs> And Disney's director was like, "You know what? I think there are aliens out there." And they're like, well, oh, "Well, we're not, we're not going. We'll put aliens in there, and they've been here before in the Aztec. I don't freaking know it's South America. Like yeah, miserable. And then at the end, a saucer is going to come out. It's going to come right out the bottom. It's going it to be was dope. There the whole time. <laughs> Nobody noticed there's been aliens on this planet all along. Yeah. That being said, I do like Men in Black." <laughs> yes, I do like Men in Black, the first one. Uh, yeah, yep. Next. Uh, also from Disney, they said eight untitled Marvel projects, which is a lot. There, and I was a little unclear with how it read. It was either they're going to be starting making them in 2022, or they're going to be out starting in 2022, which I think is probably the one that's more likely to happen. So that is a three lot. years from now, eight movies are going to be eight marvel movies are going to be out what who's so let's see we got black panther that could do as a sequel uh captain marvelous captain marvelous i don't freaking know she's a useless superhero (laughs) (laughs) captain marvel that one and we got spider-man i'm sure they'll do another movie with him because everyone loves that guy tom holland uh i think they'll probably do another wonder woman but that's DC? Yeah. That's DC? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't know. When it, ooh, they might actually give uh, Nighthawk, Blackhawk. Hawkeye? Hawkeye. Jeez. I'm so sorry, everybody. I <laughs> You just saw Endgame, too. <laughs> and I was so disappointed. I haven't seen it. I Well, we if I see it, which I probably won't, it'll probably be on Disney+. Plus. I, wonder, I wonder what AJ's take of this is going to be when I say that Endgame was one of the worst Marvel movies that have ever come out. Wow. I heard I, that I the, hope he calls me about this. I heard the second Avengers was trash. Infinity War? Age of Ultron, maybe? I don't know. I, I only there's watched so the first many, one. I'm, and I'm losing there's, track There's here. so many Marvel movies, it's hard to keep up, and I don't like going to the movie theater that much, and... It's just it's, you, you don't like stepping on a sticky floor and sitting next to someone a little too close and has they take I, your armrest. Yeah, like I like that after like thirty minutes or whatever, I like being able to move my feet and not have them stuck to the floor. It is. I don't know what it is about. I like when they they're like, we're gonna know what we're gonna do with carpets, and then you just step everywhere. It's like <laughs> as you step on thousands of popcorn kernels. Yeah, because you know what you do with your when you're done with your popcorn at the end of a movie. You throw it down on the ground and let someone else pick it it's up. That's not what I do. No. <laughs> Is that not culture? <laughs> so did you go to Endgame during like opening week? Uh, No. No? When, was it really crowded when you went? It, I mean, it was packed. There wasn't a single open Was seat. there a bunch of... Okay, maybe not. Was there like a bunch of like ultra nerds there? I couldn't tell you. I showed up 15 minutes late because I didn't want to watch any commercials. Okay. So really? Yeah. I kind of like the movie previews. Since it was a three and a half hour long movie, fair. I did not That's want to be fair. In there any longer. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. So I've heard that if you show up to a movie like uh, Endgame on opening night, it smells really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I could bet. Yeah. I went and saw it with the when the newest Star Trek came out. I went and saw it on opening night with a couple friends. Mm-hmm. We were there was five of us, and we were the only five people under the age of thirty five. Nice. And we were also the only ones who showered that day, apparently. The only ones not dressed up, I'm assuming, as well. There were a couple of Cleons. Yeah. And some people wearing red shirts. I don't know. Whatever the extra is that dies all the time, that's what everyone was dressed as. Scotty? No. Shirt. Red shirt. Oh, it's, that's it's, his name? No, no. It's just like in Star Trek, they, they like have this running bit where like the guy that they just introduced who's wearing a red shirt is the first to die. Kenny. Kenny. It's the <laughs> Kenny of Star Trek. Okay. I never really, I never really did Star Trek. I enjoyed all the new ones. I, I think they're up there as one of my more favorite movies to watch. Okay. Speaking of futuristic things, UMD delivered a kidney by drone 
in the last couple of weeks. There was a kidney at Baltimore St. Agnes Hospital that they transported to the University of Maryland on a short 10-minute, 2.7-mile test flight and successfully transplanted the kidney a few hours after the delivery. The drone did all this? The drone did all of this. Super precision drone. Gee. No, it didn't perform the <laughs> surgery. Uh, no, that, so it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. It's, it makes me a little uneasy. I'm not going to lie. When you said that UMD delivered a kidney by drone, I imagined that UMD like typed in, we need a kidney. And then a drone <laughs> went and took it from somebody. <laughs> well, here's a kidney for you. Black market, black market kidney stealing drones. Yeah. That'll be the new thing. So yeah, it's, some would say that this is the beginning of a important medical drone synergy. I, I agree. I think this is a, a really cool and a good use of a drone. I'm very curious how like time critical this was because it said that the, the kidney was transplanted a few hours after the delivery. Like, did they transport it and then have it sit there for a few hours and then transplant it? Or did they transport it and then immediately start the surgery and it just took a few hours? It's not clear, but I'm wondering, was that 10-minute drive... Well, okay, the flight was 10 minutes. Was that flight really necessary or could they have just done it in a normal car? See, I, well, the thing is, I think they wanted to test it... Just a proof of concept. ...before it was critical because the last thing you want to do is be like, man, we need a kidney in 10 minutes... We got to get it from Baltimore. Let's get a drone. They, and then they find out the drone hits power lines. They did a bunch <laughs> of test flights before even this. Okay. Like a ton of test flights. And I'm assuming they got some sort of authorization from the FAA. But I don't know. I Imagine if this thing got off route and it just stopped off at the front of your door and delivered a kidney. Here's a kidney. <laughs> you just I didn't want this. Walk out, open the little red box, and it's just like, wait, that's that's a heart. That, and also it wouldn't be beating. <laughs> My You're bad. right. <laughs> My bad. It's cool though. It is. I, I you said it's kind of weird. It's just a little weird. Like it, it ha, normally things like this are under incredible supervision. They're always being watched. Someone's always with it. You can more or less always account for what's happening to it, but you put it on this little machine and then nobody sees it and then it appears somewhere else teleportation the conspiracy theory in <laughs> conspiracy theorist in me would say someone intercepted it transplanted not transplanted stole that kidney put in like a little plastic kidney <laughs> and nobody noticed <laughs> even during the surgery nobody noticed just open it up it's mr potato sitting there <laughs> <laughs> they give you like the kidney from operation <laughs> oh then you touch it, it's, it's a little, did, did that game shock you or did it just buzz i don't know i don't remember i didn't play it i think i may have i think it just buzzed i think it just startled you it buzzed because it'd be more intense if it shocked you it would be that would be kind of fun as a five-year-old i don't think i would have enjoyed that that's yeah, true it's, just, it's not like it hurts that bad it's like those little clicky shock pens i don't care what you those things freaking hurt man no when you're not expecting it when you're not expecting it, it hurts. Otherwise, it's just like a nice little buzz. A nice little buzz. It, do it doesn't hurt. It's not painful. Okay. Whatever you say. You can just hold that thing down and let the battery wear out, and then it's not painful at all. You're right. That's what my old dog at, at my parents' house, he would do. Because he had an electric fence, so he would go and sit very close to the edge of the electric fence, wait for the battery to die, and then he would just run off and explore the neighborhood. <laughs> Just sitting it like you guys need to get landmines then. That's <laughs> counterproductive. <laughs> Plus the dog's been dead for like eighteen years. So <laughs> <laughs> moving on from that, Waymo is teaming up with Lyft. Waymo is an offshoot of the parent company of Google Alphabet. Waymo is teaming up with Lyft for ten ride-sharing autonomous taxis in Phoenix, Arizona, the city where a lady was killed by an autonomous vehicle about a year ago. If that. So, seems like they'd be less cool with this than anybody else, but they're just apparently totally okay with it. And so, 10 Lyft vehicles in Phoenix are just not going to have drivers. I'm assuming, and I, I think that you can specify whether or not you want one of these things in your little Lyft app, but it's creepy. And also, I'm surprised that 
this is even allowed. I don't. I really don't think the regulations are there yet. I think that they I don't, just struck I don't up think some the, kind of deal. I don't think the laws are in place for this kind of or the regulations. Well, think, yeah. I mean, you yeah. can regulate an well, industry. They they must have made some sort of deal with uh, the city government. If it kills someone, oops, what's the price? Yeah, right. I mean, uh, last, last time million? they were like, oh, "Our bad." You know, <laughs> that's it. I mean, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, a little uncomfortable. See, like autonomous vehicles, one of those things that I'm willing to wait until like the technology is proven and tested before I hop on. I'm okay with other people hopping on board, but like I'm gonna wait. You know, I'm gonna see. It's like the new graphics card, the new ray tracing graphics card. Like, I'll just wait a couple years. I'll make sure. I would be more okay with riding in an autonomous vehicle than being in a city that has autonomous vehicles. That's fair, I'd say, because I don't want to walk across that crosswalk and that thing's like. Green, go, bump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have hit a speed bump, especially especially in a city where if you're in the car, it's not going to be going all that fast. Yeah, probably, probably, unless someone hijacks it, like that scene from Fast and Furious, and they just hijack. We've talked about this before. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, moving on. Are we? Oh, where they put the little probe on the cars. Uh, no, there was a scene in fe- the, the oh, and all the, the cars eight, come out. All the cars come out of the parking garage. This yeah. one girl hijacks all the cars in New York City. Yeah, um, that was pretty dope. It was very cool. Very cool scene. Very, I'm sure, ungodly expensive. So some really cool stuff with video games this week. There's a game called Sea Hero Quest VR or Virtual Reality that helps detect dementia. So this is really cool. They say that two minutes of gameplay is equivalent to five hours of lab-based research. They perform the equivalent of 15,000 years of similar lab-based research on people that may develop dementia or have dementia. So it focuses on players that are no- people, I guess, that are known to carry the APOE4 gene, which is suspected to increase the chance of having dementia later okay. in life. Uh, and so the, these people with the APOE4 gene performed worse on spatial navigation tasks and took less efficient routes to checkpoint goals. And that's just one of the things that they looked at. But apparently it's super good at detecting dementia and they've been able to do a ton of research. Is this, was Sea Hero designed for? Designed this? for this. Okay, I thought it was like a game that nope. they were suddenly like, yo, people have dementia, get De- seasick playing this. Designed with <laughs> this in mind, yeah. So it's it's super cool. I really like the, the, uh, the marriage between video games and actually helping people out i do too because i mean how cool is it that they can like detect whether or not you're gonna create go crazy and lose your mind i don't know what good that's gonna do you but you get to know now it might help your family yeah it might help your family prepare and i mean it might it might lead to a cure or at least a treatment we've talked in the past about some sort of electrical impulses that they send through your brain that actually help with dementia okay yeah yeah we talked about it, it sound great yeah we, so we talked about it so like if you can combine these two things so like with the electrical impulses that help you in your cognitive functions and then the game that kind of determines how well your cognitive functions are doing as related to dementia you combine these two things there's significant possibilities here super cool not much else to say about it yeah also i I, I get I know that it's VR, but like, do they actually have to like? Are they limited to a certain amount of space, or is it like a VR system where they can like walk like a long distance? That's a good question. I don't know for sure. Because I was I, I I don't mean to make light of it, but I just pictured they're like, oh yeah, you're gonna have dementia, and we're gonna make you run into a couple walls during this test. <laughs> I don't think that that's what they're doing. <laughs> I, would I put money on it. I don't. Like VR, I've played it. I really enjoy it. It did make me feel kind of sick after like an hour or so because it does it does throw you off a little bit. And occasionally the the screen or the the images will will glitch a little bit. Yeah, and your it's like someone just took your perspective and then shifted it to like a forty five degree angle and then back, and you just want to throw up. The thing about VR, if you haven't played VR, it's it seems really stupid. You're like, ah, cool, like some crap virtual reality thing. Once you actually put that thing on and have like the headphones in, it's so incredibly immersive. It is yes. so much more immersive than you could ever imagine a video game being. It is absolutely insane. So I can't imagine what that does to your state of mind if you, they're testing you for dementia. Like I feel like yeah. it's not going to be like comfortable <laughs> for them. For people who have never experienced VR, it's like, hey, you're a seahorse now. 
<laughs> I I I love I loved playing VR. I also love watching people play VR, especially a game that involves with them like moving through a puzzle and there's like a hole in the floor. Nick must have ran his head into the floor four or five times in a row. The first time the first time I played that game, there's like a hole in the floor that you could look through and I I was so immersed that I tried to stick my head through the floor and just was very confused <laughs> when I hit the ground. And I mean, it's, it's like I play video games all the time. I I should have known what to expect, but it's so immersive, really yeah. crazy. It it really does feel like a three sixty effect, which is just uncomprehensible for people who only have played on a screen. Yep. It. I didn't quite get it. I thought it was gonna be like I was looking at a screen the same way, but it it does. It gives you peripherals. Which is just mind-boggling. I I thought it was going to be garbage. I played it and I was sold. Yeah. Like I literally went out and bought a set. And How, have you used it since? I have. I used it a bunch. We used it a bunch. Remember? Have you set it up here yet? Not yet. You need to. I I need to. There's a there's one specific game that I'm really looking forward to play, playing. Um, Beat Saber is called. Beat Saber looks cool, but there's a sword fighting game where the physics are like kind of nutso and you can just do all kinds of crazy things and hack people's limbs off in like ridiculous ways. That sounds awesome. (laughs) We need to get in this. Yeah. So I'm working on setting that up. Enough about that. Enough about that. Um, You know about Sonic. You've heard of Sonic before. Sonic the Hedgehog. I've played the Sonic games. Blue guy goes really fast. Gotta go fast. Is that what he says? Gotta go fast. Ricky Bobby. Oh, Different kind of fast guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's I want to go fast. Uh, I maybe got a blast. That's it. That's Jimmy Neutron. That's Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is that Sonic says. But so they're doing a movie with him. So I for- I uh, small, small little tangent. I am not behind the whole real life. I don't like animations where they have. Like a CGI character that interacts with everybody else. Okay. And it's kind of like the Looney Tunes of real life. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think it looks stupid and I'm not going to watch any of them. So I, it's gotten better though. Because the first one I remember uh, is Osmosis Jones, which I thought was a decent movie. Really weird. Osmosis Jones. Yeah. It's like a bacteria or something inside of Robin Williams, I think. Uh, super strange movie. It's like a kids' movie, uh, but it's gotten better, right? Because the you. CGI version of Sonic looks really good, so it's almost believable that like whatever that character's there, and the actors do a very good job of talking to nothing in, in its place, you know. <laughs> uh, but I I'm kind of on board with you. It's gotten better. It's gotten bearable, I should say. I think it's because they're they're cartoonish characters or they're game characters that don't belong in real life so it looks so abrupt and it just i can't i don't know i can't accept it as anything but goofy that's fair because so it is there there are other cgi ways that they've done it where like uh the jungle book the newest jungle book Mm -hmm. that was awesome that is a human actor interacting what all the characters are wearing suits that are going to be cgi cgi'd on later so it's really well done I really enjoyed it, and it's and it's a bit more believable because they're animals that talk. I get it, whatever, not cool, but they're not imaginary, right? I feel like I'm watching some guy talk to an imaginary pet, like he's got Calvin, and then we got Hobbs, and and like when they insert, kind of like you said, when they insert these cartoon characters in more or less real life, it's it's absurd. Like when they did it in something like uh, Lord of the Rings, where Gollum was CGI. Yeah. Or in like Game of Thrones, where the dragons are CGI, it's in a universe where that makes sense. Yes. And if you just put Sonic into the middle of Las Vegas, like I don't know, dude, that's it's a little weird. But people took up gripe with a different issue of this, is that he looks almost nothing like the Sonic character. It looks like a guy in a blue suit with long hair. <laughs> the things that people took offense at is that Sonic's legs are too big and his eyes are too small. And there's a somebody made a, a reanimated version of what a, a scene from the trailer. But there was such big backlash for this movie that the director said, "Okay, we'll fix it." I'm glad they did because i I saw the I saw the the preview and I was like, "No, nope, that's a movie I can miss and never watch ever." 
The, but uh, if it looked like the one on the right there, would you be more willing to? No. Exactly. I'm not more willing, but that does look like the actual Sonic character. I didn't realize that it was that far off. It does, but I want to pick up. I, I, I want to make a point here is that have you heard about the Detective Pikachu movie? I have. I don't think it's out yet, but I've heard like almost nothing but good things about well, it. Well, because it's got Ryan Reynolds in it, and that man is, is gold. This has, uh, what's his name? Jim Carrey. Oh, you can count me out definitely then. You don't like Jim Carrey? I don't. Okay. <laughs> He's a little wacky. So the Detective Pikachu movie, people are like going crazy about it, but Pikachu is like furry. And Pikachu, it, so he's not furry in the like in the Pokemon series and stuff. How if do you he know? is, okay, if he is, it's not apparent. So to me, this looks almost nothing like Pikachu because he's furry. It, he's adorable though. It's pretty cute. But I don't know. It's just, it's strange that people are totally okay with this and totally not okay with the interpretation of Sonic. But that being said, really cool that the directors are going back and probably spending millions of dollars to fix the way that Sonic looks. And it just goes to show sometimes people can make an impact. I can't imagine how incredibly expensive it is for them to do this, assuming that they're actually doing this and this wasn't some crazy publicity stunt. But it's actually probably going to end up working out better for them this way. Yeah. Because there's all the people with the initial backlash. All those people are mad. And, and they so fixed it finally. It, it, well, then it became a big media thing. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, wow, they're actually changing. You know, like everyone's so mad about this. And so now more people know about the movie and maybe more people are going to go see it. So it worked out for them probably in the long run. We'll see when the movie comes out. Do, but, you, do you think this is going to start setting a precedent for like, people are going to release a movie and then everyone's just going to get upset about one thing to see if they can get it to change. Uh, I don't know. Another instance of this is like, will in they this go past... back? Will they go back in Harry Potter and make Hagrid black? <sighs> Another instance <laughs> of this, uh, this past Game of Thrones episode, there was a Starbucks cup in it that oh, yeah. nobody caught. Nobody noticed it. I didn't and notice it. Was it. Si- I didn't notice it either. It was sitting on the table in front of uh, Daenerys and they went back and took it out. Yes. So, I don't know. I think it's hilarious that they went back and took it out with CGI. I agree. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Even if, even if, like, now that it's been pointed out to me, I rewatched the scene with it. I still couldn't spot that thing because they took it out. They went. They went back, and now if you stream that episode, you won't see the coffee oh. cup. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how fast they did it. Okay. But they did do it. I mean, they, there it is in that picture there. Uh, it's funny. That is it. It is a sore thumb. So there's a there's another scene um, where a uh, slight spoiler where wait wait are we getting no no, no of previous seasons okay where right. Stannis someone or other is laying against a tree and not in good health yeah. and there's a laptop cable next to him. <laughs> it's just like a laptop charger cord. It's like like kind of underneath of his leg. And there's a couple other like things like that. Like I saw a, a scene where two guys, two production guys, were just walking through the back of the scene. <laughs> I freaking that. I love stuff like that. I, I kind of wish they would leave it in. There's, there's, it's because like we get it. It's not real. Like we're not going to be upset. You're to just find it. human. You know. Yeah. Sometimes people make mistakes. It, it does. It honestly just makes me like just a little bit upset that they bothered to go back and take it out. Yeah. Like it, I understand. People are being petty at this point. Yeah. But they just want everything to be perfect. Um, speaking of perfect, I saw the most perfect invention this week. You found a laundry folding machine. I'd, more perfect. So but this you YouTuber Casey. invention. Ah. She was a product Casey. of happenstance. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. The most perfect invention. A Roomba. That when it hits stuff, it swears. <laughs> a YouTuber went and made this Roomba and did some nifty programming that because Roombas they just mindlessly go around and they hit walls and then they're like, oh, I need to turn at some obscure angle and then you know whatever. So whenever, <laughs> whenever it hits stuff, it swears or says stuff like, "Why was I created this way?" <laughs> and I really want one, but I don't think that I'm going to actually pay for one. You're going to steal it? I don't think I'm going to get one. Oh. <laughs> These rooms are expensive. Several hundred dollars. Also, they're kind of pointless. 
it would be nice to not ever have to vacuum though. I don't know if it'd be like $400 nice to not ever have to vacuum, but you know how obnoxious would be though, to just be like in your living room and in your dining room, you just hear fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I, it, it's, it's like, funny. it's I like can, a novelty. It's like you turn it on and other people come over and they're just like sitting around and like you turn the room on, like room runs and just like, why was I created this way? <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like as a practice, like as a practical standpoint, this would get real annoying real fast. Yeah. You'd have to be, able imagine to if off. you bought a maid and she swore every time <laughs> she <laughs> ran into something. <laughs> why is your maid running into stuff? <laughs> Maybe you hired a blind maid. <laughs> You're an equal opportunity employer. Is the floor clean? Probably. <laughs> it looks clean from here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. Not much else to say about that. The biggest thing, though, for video game news this week. Do you want to kick it off? Nope, I don't want to kick it off. All right. Because I'm pretty heated about it. You're heated about it? I freaking, I'm not heated about their decision. I'm heated about that they exist. Okay. So Senator Josh Hawley, who if we could bring up a picture of him, to me it looks like a young Nicolas Cage. You see that? Yeah. Okay. He's got a big forehead. Yeah. You could advertise on it. He pro- <laughs> <laughs> he proposed banning loot boxes and pay-to-win microtransactions for minors. He said, quote, when a game is designed for kids, game developers shouldn't be allowed to monetize addiction. I'm down for that. I'm I th- okay with this. I think I think microtransactions and loot boxes have absolutely destroyed the gaming industry in the last five years. In particular, FIFA. Yeah, FIFA is 100% pay. That it's, is literally pay to win, which is what this takes a takes effect. It's not at, even I pay. Guess. It's not even pay to win. It's pay to gamble to win. That's true. Yeah, and I mean it, it's. I want to know how much money FIFA has made off a gambling system, and I'm sure it's not clear to be gambling because that's what it is. It it is absolutely gambling, and so I I don't have a problem with the microtransactions. Like you pay a couple, but well, okay, let me take it back. I didn't have a problem with the microtransactions when they were like one or two dollars for a skin. I have problems with the microtransactions that are twenty bucks for a skin, but it still doesn't change the outcome of the game. Yeah. Then I have a serious problem with paying ten bucks to open a virtual pack of players with a very, very slim probability that one of them will be any good, and that being the only way to actually play the game. Yeah. Because there are always people who do have that kind of money who can spend that kind of money and they ruin the game for everyone else they might not be any better but the the game mechanics reward them so much for having the good players yeah Yeah. it would be like if i you know went into a game and i had the best weapon i wouldn't have to be very good to be to win it i just have to get lucky here and there yeah it's kind of like uh you have a toyota corolla but some rich guy who has no idea how to drive will beat you every time with a gtr Yes. He all he has to do is step on the gas and That's he wins. It. Just yeah. So it's it really takes all the all the real competitiveness out of a game when you have play to win microtransactions. And there's only there's really only a few games that do that. FIFA and Madden are the ones that come to mind. I and then also just microtransactions in general. Since miners don't make any money, I think it's once you know every miner has done this, I think has gotten their parents' credit card somehow and then said they took it off their account and then spent more on it than they should have. That, that sh- the parents should notice. There yeah. are there are uh, parental controls that can stop you from doing that, which is good. Agreed. And that people should be aware of them. And that there's a there's a uh, ESA, I think it is, that is a gaming lobby, basically. They, they noted that several countries have declared loot boxes as not gambling and that there are parental controls that kind of mitigate this. But still, I think that this bill, although it hasn't been put into writing yet, is trying to set a good precedent that you shouldn't be targeting kids for... Gambling. Gambling. I don't care who the hell these people are. It's gambling. Yeah. If there is a percentage on the reward... It is gambling. And I mean, really, <laughs> I don't think that kids, unless they're making their own money, which they aren't until they're at least 14, because you can't work before you're 14, at least here, um, th- they shouldn't be able to buy microtransactions anyways. Yeah. And it, it makes it me even feel stronger about this when you hear about kids in like middle school and high school being bullied for not having a skin on Fortnite. Oh, dude. 
Oh, that it that, isn't that terrible. It, it also what I mean, kind of assholes exist in middle school and high school now that you're gonna get bullied for a video game. The the world has changed a little bit. Twenty years ago, or yeah, twenty ish years ago, thirty years ago, you get bullied for playing video games. Yeah, and now you get bullied for not playing video games good enough. Or- I was just about <laughs> to say, like when I was in middle school, if I had been like. Yo, I am Prestige 10. Some big guy from 8th grade would have come downstairs and kicked the living shit out of me. (laughs) As he should. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) You know, I was, uh, you know, you bullied me, so I don't want to hear it. You deserved it. Of course. That's always what they say. (laughs) Blame the victim. (laughs) Uh, Did you have anything else to add to that? I I don't have anything else to add to it. I, I hope, I hope they ban it. Or at least limit in a very severe manner, or make FIFA fix their system. If FIFA stopped having this this mechanic, the the pay to win, pay pay to gamble to win, then I would be much more willing to actually go back and buy the next game. I I would buy the next game if they announced there were no packs and they the market system is fine. You know, it's okay. Well, the thing is with. With the idea of packs, it limits such a large number of the players available that they're impossible to buy. Right. So eliminating the pack system would also eliminate the problem in the market. Yeah, that's true. And there's got to be some legitimate way to reasonably earn the characters. Like yeah. when Battlefront came out, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, someone calculated it was something like 6,000 hours to get Darth Vader without buying him. Jesus. And that's just absurd. That's too much. Way too much. That is too much. Way too much. So it that it, it it's there's a problem with all games that have microtransactions that that allow you to have extra characters and stuff like that, but if FIFA eliminated the packs and said this is the last FIFA game we're ever going to put out, FIFA FIFA Ultimate and they did that and they just kept that game updated and yeah. you can have microtransactions to buy jerseys or whatever else, cosmetic items that don't make a difference, I would buy it. I would. Hands down, I'd be on it. I'd be playing it every day. I loved FIFA. Probably, it is the most time I've ever put into a game. Yeah. Over the over the series because I put a disgusting, a something like, disgusting amount something of like 180 days in four years. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of time. The consecutive playing time. That's not just like, yeah, yep. yeah. That's a lot of time. It is a lot of time. I had some issues. And on that disappointing note, it's I think time. it's time to wrap up. It is. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and to our YouTube and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have any tips, suggestions, feedback, things you would like to hear us discuss on the podta- podcast, or tips for falling asleep for Zach please don't hesitate to send us an email at launchspeedpodcast at gmail.com or reach out to us through social media. I've got a tip for you to fall asleep. Okay. Take a belt. If you want to support (laughs) us and get some awesome merch, head on over to our Teespring page and get some bear gear because everybody likes bears. Thank you to all of our patrons. If you want to get stickers, shout outs, bonus content, help us out by subscribing to some of our tiers starting at a measly $2 a month. Your contributions help keep the content rolling and the beer flowing. Don't forget we have permanent discounts on our merch if you're a patron. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. (laughs) I thought you were (laughs) done.